Welcome to the Faith-Led Business Podcast, a home for entrepreneurs who want to take their God-given gifts and use them to strategically create a legacy of success for themselves and the people that they serve. My name is Monica Perez Burnett. I am your host, mom of eight with two sets of twins. I am a visibility coach, lover of all things tech, and I aim for you to live a life of faith over fear. Welcome, welcome. Good morning to another edition of the Faith-Led Business Podcast. I'm super excited to have you here today. We're going to be talking about some amazing things this morning that I know are going to get you pumped up. They are going to get you pumped up because truth always brings energy. Did you know that? Truth will always bring you energy the energy when you feel weak. Why? Because you're weak or you feel weak or you feel weary or you feel like you lack the strength because you have forgotten the truth. And so today that is our purpose to infuse that. It's almost like, you know, we an injection, an injection of Holy Spirit into us not because he's not there already, but into our mindset and our memory so that we can just confirm what we actually know. So today we're going to be talking about a faithful God in our business. Today is day 242. Here we go. We're going to be looking at Hebrews 10.23. Good morning, everyone. I see you popping on. Welcome. Hebrews 10.23 says, let us hold unswervingly. That's not a very common word, is it? Unswervingly. In fact, it's probably the first time I've heard it. I don't remember reading that before. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope that we profess. For he who promised is faithful. How many of you have been driving in rain? And all of a sudden, as you're driving, you hit one of those little areas that have like a puddle of water. And your car just starts to swerve. And when you swerve, what is the first thing that goes through your mind? It's this, oh my gosh, if I don't take control, I'm going to crash. If I don't get this thing back to its original course, I am going to crash because that's the only other option. You swerve out of the lane, you're going to hit another car. You swerve out of your lane, you're going to be driving into some barrier or into some ditch. And who knows what will happen then? How many of you, raise your hand, how many of you have experienced the heart jump that happens or when you have to swerve quickly because the car cuts in front of you and you weren't expecting it? It gives you a little bit of a heart palpitation, doesn't it? Because you know you are off course. In Hebrews 10.23, they say, 
let us hold on to hope without swerving. Did you know that when you lose hope, you lose your direction? When you lose hope, what you had planned, your dreams, your purpose is covered with this veil of, I don't see it anymore. I don't feel it anymore. Therefore, it doesn't exist and it's not there anymore. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. See, here's the thing. We talk about it all the time, yet our actions, let's hold on to, guys. Let's hold on to what we actually say. When it comes to being a faith-led entrepreneur, let's be in integrity with our word. I can automatically now pinpoint when I am out of integrity with my word. Why? You get that quick boost of anxiety, just like when you're about to go off swerving on the road. That something's wrong. That I'm reacting to everything. That I'm totally off. What's going on here? And I immediately dive into my emotions to guide my next steps, my next words, my next thoughts my next actions, and it just goes downhill from there. He's saying the hope we profess is important. The hope we profess is something we need to hold on to so tightly. Get your steering wheel and do not take your focus off that road. Because the moment you do, you are off course. You are out of alignment with what he has called you to do. He says, you don't need to lose hope. Why? Because the one who promised you what would happen next is faithful. He is faithful. God is faithful to keep his promises. God gave Abraham and Sarah a son he had promised. God led his people out of Egypt into the promised land, just as he said he would. And God sent his son, our Messiah, as the perfect sacrifice for our sins. The list of promises fulfilled can go on and on and on. Think now about the promises God has spoken to you. And all the times he kept his word. When, for instance, have you been, have you seen him bring beauty out of ashes in your life? I can tell you, I'm 48 years old, and I have seen a lot of beauty out of ashes. How about you? That thing that you thought was lost, all of a sudden, bloomed, all of a sudden grew out of nowhere, or there was loss and what came was better 
than what was lost. But you couldn't see it in the moment because why? We were swerving. In that moment of swerving, you don't even know where you're going. You're just trying to get back to where you feel you were. And so you move the steering wheel slightly to the left or slightly to the right to get back. Have you sensed his love in a dark time? Have you been quiet before the Lord and been reminded that he is God? That he is good, sovereign, loving, and wise. And when have you found his grace sufficient for you in a challenging season with your friends or with your loved ones? Whatever God has promised you, that word you hold dear and pray over frequently, he will be faithful too. So how can we apply this to business? How can we take this a step further? I keep saying it over and over and over again because it needs to be something that we are so sure of, so committed to. We need to believe this without the shadow of a doubt. That if you have been given the gift of entrepreneurship. Now, let me tell you, maybe your gift is entrepreneurship, but the place you are in now is not ultimately the place where you will be serving. But the place you are now serves a purpose. So let's not discount where we are now because there is a plan in the process. For everything, there is a process. This week with my, uh, my private mentorship group, we were going through our success paths. It's basically a description of what it looks like to take someone who is a brand new person using our services and what it looks like at each step of the journey. And what milestones do they need to reach to get to the next step? And to go from step two to step three, they need to have completed these first. And I think that our faith journey is so similar. And that is why God never wastes a thing. And that is why even when you say, well, this isn't what he promised me. What is it that I'm living? He's faithful to get you there. But that doesn't mean there isn't a process to get there. That doesn't mean like in the snap of fingers, you're going to get what you want. There is a certain way you need to be. There is a certain person you need to be in order to live out the promise. And here's the problem. Entrepreneurs and believers in general, they want to live a resurrection life without having to die first. Let that sink in for a second. 
We want to see all the promises fulfilled. We know he is a faithful God. We want it all. We want to be witness to it. Yet we would rather bring in our emotions, our feelings, our circumstances, our past to the table and have God work with that. And so your business becomes ineffective to the kingdom because it turns into something about you. It's all about you. We have not taken the time to truly comprehend that if we want to live a resurrection life, first we have to die to self. Because then we can truly say, hey, this business is amazing and what I'm saying is amazing. And guess what? It's not even me. I am so unqualified to tell you these things. And that's why I know it will work because I know you're not counting on me. That's why there's no pressure because I know you're not counting on me. I am counting on a God who is faithful, on a God who gives me hope in his promise that he will be faithful in the process of my journey of entrepreneurship. And so I don't need to worry about how it's done. I don't need to worry about the how-tos, about the what-ifs, and about the I'm not enoughs. All of those words, guess what they imply? They imply that I'm more important than the promise. That's what they imply. Paul says, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Does that mean you're perfect? Nope. It means you're willing. It means you're willing to take the steps to see what it means to have Christ live in you more and more each day by getting to know him more and more each day so that you can be used more and more each day. There isn't a, I have to be perfect in order to be used. That is a myth. I have to know this in order to be used. That is a myth. The only thing that we need, the only requirement that we need is our yes. That is the only requirement that we have. Through our yes is birthed the hope in a faithful God. So as an entrepreneur, I'm wanting to ask you today, is your yes truly a yes? Because the things that I speak with, with the people that I work with who are entrepreneurs, <clears throat> have everything to do with them and nothing to do with the promise of the one who has called you to it. 
That's where all the issues are. It has everything to do with them and nothing to do with him. I heard a great story of something that happened, I believe in Russia, a while back, where there was a church service and the pastor was preaching and two soldiers walked in and they had, they were like full gear, armored up. They had their weapons in their hands, these big old guns. And they walked into the church and they said, they said, anyone who is a Christian, I want you to go and stand up here against the wall. If you're not, you may, you're free to leave. And you could see the process of the people leaving, running, leaving, walking quickly, leaving. And those who stood up and walked to the wall. Once the people who left the building were completely gone, the two soldiers took off all of their gear. They sat down on the pew and they said, you can proceed, Pastor. The true Christians are now in the building. Dying to self is the key to your business success, is the key to your freedom. Can you imagine a life where you don't have to worry about what people say, where you don't have to worry what happened to you? Last week, last month, when you were five, imagine the freedom where all you needed to do was show up and do nothing else. We disqualify ourselves on the daily. Where, let me ask you, where are you disqualifying yourself in the business area? Where are you saying you don't have enough? That is where the un, let me read it again. <clears throat> let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. In your lack, that is where we are called to be unswerving. I love that word. It just stood out to me so so big right now because it reminds me basically of how we live our lives. It's almost like we're just driving on the road of our life, trying to dodge the bullets, trying to dodge the holes in the road, trying to dodge other cars, other crazy drivers. And our whole life, we're just like in this tense, Ah, can I survive this mode? How are you doing today? Oh, pray for me because I just, help me get through this day. Help me get through this day. 
me, me, me. And trust me, this whole talk that we're having is especially for me. The thing is, I need to understand that I can do things in business not because of what I know, but because of who he is. I have the ability to create a sex sex a successful business, not because of what I know, not because of my ability to know more, but because of my ability to forget who I am. Because every time I bring me to the table, Guess what? I bring broken. I bring broken. Every time I bring him to the table, I bring whatever is good and pure and lovely and wonderful and holy and righteous. I can no longer with this knowledge, be the person who strives to get the glory because of what I know. I can no longer be the person who strives to have to know it all before taking the next step. I can no longer be the person who whines because things are going wrong. Instead of glorifying a God who got me through the past things that were wrong. Am I forgetting in this moment my I survive list? Have you forgotten in this moment all the things you've already survived from the moment you were born? If you made a long list in your notebook of all of the things that you have survived, And yet you are in a state of sadness or confusion because the world looks a certain way. The truth is things are the same. You are the same. It's you who get to choose the lens through which you see the life before you. And if he is telling me to be unswerving, that means I need to put the blinders on. Sometimes I need to put the earplugs in. And I need to be willing to only focus on one thing, and that is him. And that is his faithfulness. And that is his promise to me, to those, his children, who he loves so much and he believes in more than we believe in him. He would not have sent his son if he did not believe we were worth it. So then why is it that we think we're always never enough?
Today, the call on entrepreneurs is to be unswerving. To notice where we're getting off track, where we're reacting, where we're not trusting, where it's all about us. and less of him. My new cry out to God is more of you and less of me, Lord, more of you and less of me. Because every time I stick my foot in there, things seem to get a little messed up. My confidence is shaken or broken. My boldness turns into weakness and meekness in a bad way. There is more for you than what you are believing right now. His promises have been something that we have just been playing around with. It's something we've just heard. That's a nice story. I read it in my Bible. That sounds good. Isn't that nice? God is so nice. He's promising me something. Yeah, you know, my friend also promised me that she was going to meet me for lunch and she never showed up and she never called me. So Breaking promises is pretty prominent. And I can, I can think of about a hundred other ways that people have broken their promises. And so I'm just going to use those experiences and just throw them on God. And I'm just going to walk in life and in my faith and in my business hesitant and with my guard up. That's what I'm just going to choose to do. That's what happens. That's how we unfold things, unravel things. And let me tell you, they're all lies. If that is how you are seeing your life right now, it's a lie. It's a lie. My calling as an entrepreneur that serves faith-led entrepreneurs is to find the lie. I don't know if you guys remember months ago, and I'll repeat it again because we have new people here today. Months ago, I learned about something where you can only be in one of two states, a suffering state or an empowered state. And so one way to go from one to the other is to find the reason why you have gone to a suffering state. And so I decided to do this with my son, Caleb. He's, um, he's one of my twins and he's 10 years old. And he's very reactive. He's one of those very black and white people, all your ducks in a row, that type of person. And so he said, mom, I'm so bored. Have you guys heard the word bored lately with your kids? And this was in the middle of the summer. 
He said, mom, can you help me? I'm in a suffering state because I had explained this to them. And I kind of chuckled and I said, okay, Caleb, our job right now is to find the lie. Where is the lie? Why do you say you are bored? Your brothers and sisters are here. You have tons of toys to play with. You can, so I started giving him the options. And all of a sudden he's like, well, yeah, I guess there's no reason to be bored. Oh, I just thought of something that I can do. And then he just runs off and goes, thanks mom. And he just runs off. Our job as entrepreneurs every single day is to find the lie. To find the lie so that you can avoid going to that other state. The state of sadness, frustration, overwhelm, stress, anxiety, someone who is undervalued, underappreciated, and the list goes on and on. If you were to look at the truth in the word of God, you would be able to dismiss each and every one of those lies in a heartbeat. And so that is what he is calling us to do today. He's like, you know what? My promises are true. But I need you to be willing to step into the promise. Are you willing to step into it without knowing how to get there? Are you willing to find the lies on the way that the enemy is going to use to distract you? To make you swerve? To make your heart beat fast and just like, uh, oh my gosh. Today, we are going to trust. We are going to trust in his faithfulness. Today, we are going to say, yes, I am going to live a resurrection life. And if that means I don't say the word I for the rest of my life, that'll probably do it. If you say you're not capable or not able of doing something, Forget yourself and go out and serve and watch what he is capable of doing through you. You will not be able to do it without the action connected to it. So let's go ahead. Let's pray this day in. We are in search mode today because uh, Caleb lost the his Nintendo Switch and his friend is coming to play. So <laughs> they've been looking for it for the last couple hours. It was probably on one of those times where uh, he was sneaking it somewhere and then he hit it and then now he can't find it. <laughs> so <laughs> that boy, that boy. But yes, let's find the lies. Let's be willing. Let's be willing to just go out and rock this day. Go out and rock our business. Go out and be the light, be the hope. Let's stop swerving. Let's stop swerving. Father God, we are just so thankful for you calling us each and every day to your truth. 
I am praying that for each and every one of us, it is a truth that we cannot go one day without. We need it just as badly as we need water and food to survive. Lord, today we are trusting in your promise over us. We know in our hearts if we are truly called to be entrepreneurs. If that's the case, Lord, then we ask you to help us to find the lies saying that we are not worthy of it. We know that you use the unqualified on purpose so that we can't boast about our accomplishments. We can only point the finger back to a loving and faithful God. And so today, Father, we are asking that you give us the awareness of every single time one of those thoughts creeps up and tries to swerve us off the path, that you help us to stand firm. You have called us to stand firm as believers in you. Stand firm in our word, in our integrity, in our commitment, in our discipline, and our calling. And so today we are thanking you because we know that the more time we spend with you, the more easily we will be able to do all of those things. Bless and protect each and every person listening to this broadcast. And we are expectant for an amazing day to watch you bring your light to the world. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. All right, guys, have a fabulous day. Thanks for hanging out with me this morning. You know we are here every single day of the week. Today was a little bit later during the week. I'm doing it um, at usually around 7, 7.15 in the morning because of the new school schedule. We decided to sleep in today. We were exhausted. <laughs> so um, on the weekends, it'll be a little bit later, but I will always schedule it so you can know when we are going to hop on. So thank you. Love you all. If you have any prayer requests, feel free to put them in the comments and you know our community is going to stand by you. We are going to stand firm in those promises that God has laid on your heart. And so go out and do them with joy, which is a fruit of the spirit. We're not asking you to be happy. That's just a temporary pill, happiness. We want to walk into this with joy. All right, guys, love you all. Have a fantastic day. I will talk to you soon. Tomorrow, to be exact. Bye, guys.